Hello everyone. This is the Deferential TI coming to you with a podcast. Um, let's see here. What shall we title this? Okay, here we go. The Supreme Court, Dumb Diversus, and the Amaru Khan. Let's go. <clears throat> right now, there is a brouhaha going on because... It looks like she's Amaru Khan, melanated. It looks like this type of a woman is being um, is being put out there as a future Supreme Court justice. And and when I say Amaru Khan, uh, I'm always talking about so-called black people because you are not black. Okay. All right. So let's let's reiterate when I say Amaru Khan. I'm talking about black folks. So here we go. Now, she looks like she's Amaru Khan. And I'm not impressed. And here's the reason why. You see, every, and I mean every single person that practices law or deals in law, they absolutely know that this is our land because they have to study the doctrine of discovery while they're working towards their degrees. <sighs> now, <clears throat> if you think that the Supreme Court does not know about dumb diversus, think again. And the very fact that they are touting this Amaru Khan woman lets me know something is afoot. How many of you knew that there is an Amaru Khan tribe? I don't know what their name is, but when they started out, they had 1 million acres of land. And by the time the Supreme Court and other courts using dumb diversus against them, the tribe that once sat on 1 million acres now has 35 acres. These are the rightful owners of the land, the Amaru Khan Think in your mind, from the East Coast to the West Coast, is yours. And this is not legal fantasy, and this is not legal fiction. This land is yours. Every attorney in here knows that from coast to coast, north to south, this is your land, and this includes Kanata, because when you put Kanata with Amaru, you have Turtle Island. And everybody that deals in law and the international courts know what tur- Turtle Island is, and they know who the rightful owners are, which is the Amaru Khan. But my people... Some of them are rejoicing because an Amaru Khan female might be nominated for the Supreme Court. And I tell you, that's not, that's not a reason for joy. Dumb Diversus is a religious document, first of all. And this document was written in 1493. The Doctrine of Discovery, Dumb Diversus. And this is what the conquistadors 
and Columbus used to take away our property and our land. And you guys don't understand something. We were, we were one of the richest people on earth. You don't understand that the head of the planet, the head of the planet, and I know you can't conceive that, the head of the planet sat right here in Amurakapana or America. Okay? Or as some of the Moors like to say, a Maxim. This is your land. And everybody in law knows it's your land. It's not, it's not a gift from heaven that an Amaru Khan woman is being nominated for the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, and I need you guys to hear me really, really well. They use the doctrine of discovery to keep this land from you. They use this doctrine of discovery to take the Amaru Khan tribe tribes to use that against them by taking away their land and I am I'm so I'm so disappointed in my people I'm really am any other group on the face of the earth would have turned it out any other group that found out that their land was stolen and that they are actually prisoners of war listed by the Pentagon, can be verified in the Library of Congress. Every other group of people on this planet would have turned it out so bad. They probably would have tried to flip the galaxy upside down. And this is one of, this is the most important thing that has ever happened to us in 500 years. The discovery of dumb diverses the discovery that everyone in law knows about it, the discovery that the Supreme Court is using a religious document written by the Catholic Church to keep your property away from you. This is one of the most important things ever. Your spirituality, your marriage, your family, those are all very super important things. And guess what? Dumb diverses and this being your country and the Supreme Court using and other courts because they follow the Supreme Court. They are using a religious document written by the wicked. Demonic Catholic Church. And nobody cares. Everybody's upset about Tasha K. And you know what? I'm upset for the right reason. But everybody is, is all weighing in with that situation and stupidly ignoring the story of the millennium. Do you guys understand what this really means? The Catholic Church is using the Bible and scriptures to justify taking your land away from you. And there is nothing, absolutely nothing in the Bible that justifies this. 
And if they were going to write a religious document claiming to represent the God of heaven, they should be in an approved standing because the God of heaven is not going to back anybody that is out of order. The God, almighty God, he does not even recognize the Catholic church. They have persecuted everybody everywhere and given his name a black eye and his son's name a black eye. The Catholic church has went in pretending that they serve almighty God and his son. And they have ran roughshod over every indigenous group on the face of the earth. What the Catholic church is doing, that's not authorized by God. Jehovah and Jesus did not give the Catholic church the green light to do these things. In fact, as I stated before, Jesus said, all things you want done to you, you must do to them. And I want to tell you something about theft and the Bible. Now, and I'm telling you this because you need to, you need to be able to weigh the mores and the standards of the Catholic church against the Bible, since they're saying that they represent God on earth right now. Do they? There is a character in the Bible and his name is Achan. And I believe you can find this in Judges. Now, before they went into the land, Jehovah said, I need you all to do this, 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 and this. And don't touch anything. Don't you touch anything. Don't take anything because it belongs to me. Well, the Israelites went on in there. And they were following instructions. But there was one person who didn't. And his name was Achan. And Achan stole something. He stole some gold and some clothes. Because he was fascinated by how beautiful the fabric was. And of course the gold meant wealth. One person did this. He stole. And what happened? When Israel went into battle the next time they lost. And it kept happening. And everybody began to cry out, what is going on? You sent us over here to get the promised land. How come we can't do it? What's, why are we being routed? Why are we being beaten up? And Jehovah said, because of Achan. He stole something. Now, after everything was taken care of and judicial decisions had been rendered, this is what happened to Achan. He got killed. But it wasn't just him, but it was his entire family for sharing in the sins of others. They got killed because why? Achan was stealing. So what is the principle here? Does God like stealing? Ask yourself this. If he killed Achan and his, and his entire family because they stole some fabric and some gold, one person stole fabric and gold. Can the Catholic Church honestly say that they are authorized by God to go in here and steal an entire continent, an entire Western Hemisphere 
Do they have any authority to do these things? If God killed Achan and his entire family over some some rags and some metal, how can the Catholic Church claim that it represents God on earth? Okay, now let's examine the Catholic Church's um let me see. Okay, let's talk about children. Now they have a problem with children. They have they have killed so many children in these Indian schools. Um uh children have been sexually molested, sexually raped. All these things have been done by done to children by the Catholic Church. Now we want to understand is the Catholic Church worthy in view of how they treat their treat everybody, the planet's children. Well, when the Israelites were about to go into the Holy Land, the land that they were taking back, they were given an assignment to wipe out all of the inhabitants on the land. And one of the reasons that they got this judgment against them is because of their horrible treatment of their children. They were sexually abusing them. Incest. Giving them to false gods and burning them up. They were grossly abusing their children. And you can find it in the Bible. And they went in there and that was part of the reason why they got killed because they were attacking their children. They were cannibalizing their children physically, spiritually, mentally, everything. And that was one of the reasons why those other nations got destroyed. That's why they had a judgment rendered against them. Now, why am I bringing this up again? Let me reconnect it. Let's reconnect the thought. The Catholic Church claims that it has the right to direct the whole entire planet because it is God's rule on earth. But if it is God's ruler on earth, why are they sexually abusing children? Why are they hiding priests? If you go online, you can look and don't use Google. Google is the worst. It is the worst subverted uh, search engine ever. But if you go online, you will find a story of a few stories about Pope Francis Bergoglio. When he was in Argentina, um, they were overthrowing the citizens there and their enemies they took their enemies and their ki- they killed them, Bergoglio, and the politicians that he was backing. And they took the children of uh, their enemies and they sex trafficked them throughout the world. Allegedly. And allegedly, they, they made somewhere between 50 to $500 billion trafficking the children of Argentina. Allegedly, 
but you can go out there and search this for yourself. And so I'm asking you, can the Supreme Court use dumb diversus by uh, written by a renegade rogue apostate religion as a basis for true and upright and just law? In the Bible, I think it's in Exodus. Let's see here. We got Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus. I'm missing some more, but here is the point. You must not steal was always put before the Israelites. It was in the Ten Commandments. They saw a firsthand experience. They experienced it firsthand how Achan got killed for stealing. And I'm asking you, if a man like Achan and his entire family can get killed for stealing by God, how can the Catholic Church say that they represent God when they steal everything that's not nailed down? How can this be? How can it be? In the Bible, there is nowhere, anywhere, um, you will find nowhere in the Bible, excuse me, you will not find anywhere in the Bible a religious decree for all spiritual heads to remain single. It's just not in there. And why is that? Because it's not supposed to be there. Who said you have to be celibate and single to serve God as a priest? The Catholic Church, that doesn't match. In the Bible, when God was giving instructions to the nation of Israel, he said, you must read these words in an undertone day and night. What words? His words. What is the Catholic Church's standard on reading the Bible? You can search this up anywhere but on Google. Google is a trash search engine. But you will be able to find many examples of the Catholic Church murdering people for reading the Bible. They have killed, I repeat, they have killed people who have read the Bible. Now, if God said, read my word in the undertone day and night, and the Catholic Church killed people for reading the Bible, does the Catholic Church have any authority whatsoever to write a law called dumb diverses and say they're doing it for God? I need you to ask yourselves that. And we have to examine things in light of the Bible since this renegade apostate garbage claims it represents God. And since they represent God, dumb diversa stands and they can use that to take away their land, take away our land, your land. <clears throat> I'm asking you, does the Catholic Church have 
a moral authority to write anything. Should this, should Dumb Diversus, which is one of the most illegal, horrific documents in the history of man, should this stand? The Catholic Church does not follow the Bible at all. At all. If they had followed the Bible, they would have known that the God of the Bible has a soft spot in his heart for children and for women, but children in particular. And all these rape, these rapes and molestings of, of the altar boys and whatnot, they show you right there they're not in alignment with the God of the Bible. Because repeatedly in the Bible it says... To treat the fatherless boy well. And if he calls out to me, I will come. Has the Catholic Church done that? Does the behavior of the way they conduct themselves and their organization throughout the world, does that measure up with the God that they claim to be serving? If you read your Bible from cover to cover, I guarantee you, you are going to see more than a few times firm instructions against taking advantage and abusing and bullying the fatherless boy. And when he says fatherless boy, it just really means fatherless children altogether. Children, period. They have never followed that edict. They have never, ever followed that. (sighs) And so I'm asking you, can criminal garbage like the Catholic Church write anything like that? And, And knowing what a rogue nation it is. Yeah, it's a rogue nation. Knowing what a rogue nation it is. Should anybody in their right legal mind even pay any attention to them? Or should they toss out that garbage and start all over again and get it right and go back to the beginning? The Catholic Church espouses wars. This is what the Crusades were. This is what the Crusades were. They wanted to wipe out everybody. Now, how did... When the Israelites were on a quest to take back their land, how did the Israelites handle this thing? Did they just wipe out everybody willy-nilly? Did they just go off on their own authority and say, we're going to get this, 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 this? Did they do these things? No, they did not. They valued life. And they followed, they were supposed to, they tried and sometimes they failed. They were supposed to follow instructions when they came, when it came to removing nations that were so wicked, they had to be removed. They followed instructions. Some nations were even saved and some nations had certain people saved. Why was this? Because they were following the instructions of the God of the Bible. The Gibeonites are a prime example of how the destruction of the Canaanites was not willy-nilly and a blood fest and a cover 
in a disguise to rob the inhabitants of their wealth and to take their land. That had nothing to do with anything. And in certain instances, they had to be humane. They recognized that all life is precious. They should follow instructions ex explicitly and not run and make up their own orders. The Gibeonites were saved. Rahab was saved. Her whole entire family was saved. What does this tell you? This tells you that the God of the Bible that the Catholics came to um, serve, the God of the Bible respects life and the Catholic Church doesn't. The Catholic Church doesn't. And I have put this out here before you so that you religious people who have a conscience and a brain so that you all can ask yourselves, those of you with any kind of spiritual acumen, you can all ask yourselves and you can read in the Bible for yourselves. There's your, you can use that Bible like a legal document and weigh it against the Catholic Church. And you can ask yourself, did they have the moral authority to write that document? And weighing the Catholic Church against your Bible, you can now ask, should anything that the abominable church has written be used in the 21st century? Should a criminal, religious, esoteric doctrine by an apostate religion not recognized by God whatsoever should that document stand? There is no moral authority with this. And when they came and took our land, they treated us like garbage. They treated our parents horribly. They did anything and everything. Sodomy, sexual abuse, sex crimes were written off and justified with dumb diverses. And what does the Bible say? The God of the Bible is very explicit about what you can and cannot do when it comes to sex. And certain things will just get you killed up out of here. And yet the abominable church had provisions to cover over this garbage. The abominable church has put forth a lie from then to now. The, the God of the Bible hates lying. They have a mandate against murder. The only time killing should take place or did take place back in biblical times is if it was authorized. And it had to be for a darn good reason. And the ones who were executed, 
it took tons of years before they could just be killed. You will find in the Bible the term, they have not reached the height of their error. Error, E-R-R-O-R. The God of the Bible would not let them go in there and kill these people even when they were in such a debased condition because he said they had not reached the completion of their era. He was still trying to give these nations a chance. He was still trying to find a reason to save these people even though they were wicked. He was giving these nations time to get themselves together because he doesn't like destroying anything. He would rather people get life. And he made sure that the Israelites could not just go sashaying up in folks land talking about God told me to destroy you. If they operated like the Catholic church, they would have been wiped off from the face of the earth. And yet, the Catholic Church oversteps its boundaries. It goes beyond the things that are written. And it authorizes people throughout the world to be slaughtered because of dumb diversities. And let me tell you something, Melanated family. Let me tell you something, my Amaru Khan family. Let me tell you something, guys. It didn't just, it didn't just affect us here. The abominable church went in there and they killed our brothers in New Zealand and committed miscegenation. Now, let me give you a footnote on miscegenation. There is absolutely nothing wrong with marrying somebody that is of a different race. It's just not true. But the difference is this. They committed miscegenation in order to wipe these people out of memory. The people in New Zealand that you see now, they look nothing like the people that originally were there, the true owners. And it's not their fault. It is not their fault. It is the Catholic Church's fault. Australia. The Tasmanians were wiped completely out. And the Australian, our family, they were killed hand over fist. I'm surprised any of them are still alive. And once again, miscegenation was used to destroy them and gain control. And once again, let me repeat myself. There is absolutely nothing wrong with marrying someone of another race. I repeat, there's nothing wrong with marrying somebody of another race. But what is wrong is having your people breed with the native population to the point where you breed them completely out. That's soft genocide. That is premeditated soft genocide. Because I guarantee you, That if there was no miscegenation, the Australians that you see today, they would still be looking like the Australians you saw that originally were there.
They weaponized love. They weaponized the family arrangement. They weaponized the the reproductive systems of the real owners of Australia and bred them out. Love had nothing to do with it. And on a deeper level, they were also frightened of them. Esoteric knowledge reveals that the darker you are, the the more powerful the magic. They were afraid of them as well. Now, the Bible does not condone the practice of magic. But what I'm trying to tell you is... They were also frightened in in addition to being murderous and greedy and barbaric. They were also cowardly and frightened. And so they used miscegenation to lighten those very dark people up because you don't know. But I guarantee you certain ones around the planet know the darker a person is, the more potent the magic. And there's a biochemical reason for that. And I'm not going to go forward with that, but I'm trying to help you to look at the Catholic Church and weigh it against what is found in the Bible. This is what I'm trying to do. What does the Bible say about fighting folks and going in their lands and overthrowing their, their rulers and all these things like this? Let me see here. The Bible says, seek peace and pursue it. The Bible says, keep conquering evil with the good and do not let good conquer evil. Look at 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. It talks about love. This is what the God of the Bible has given you. He has given you a whole chapter of, On what love is. Now if a people. If a group of people. In an abominable religion. Say that they love God. You absolutely have to pull out. This piece of a legal document. In the Bible. At 1 Corinthians 13. Look at all of what love does. And what love does not. And I need you to weigh the abominable church against that. And after you have done these things, you need to ask yourself, has has the Catholic church ever been in a position to claim that they they represent God? And since they represent God, what they say and write is law. And you have to ask yourself these things. Can a rigid, can a renegade, apostate, trash, abominable church that claims to serve God, can they even write a document and say it's from God or they're doing it from God? I want to ask you that. 
And see, this is not just a um, this is not a Holy Rollers uh, broadcast or podcast, folks. This is not what this is. I need for everybody who can hear this. I need for everybody with a brain to pull out that Bible, go online and pull up first Corinthians, the 13th chapter and ask yourself, has the Catholic church done these things? And you have to establish that they are an abominable religion because once you understand and you establish and you have proved to yourself that they are the abominable church and they are wicked and corrupt through and through, then you must decide how you will deal with dumb diverses and then you will decide how... Why? And you will decide and you will ask, why are the courts using a document written by an apostate renegade trash church to steal the land from the true owners of it? I need for anybody and everybody who can hear my voice, my melanated, my Amaru Khan, I need you all to understand this is crucial. To all you skeptics and talk about Sky Daddy, okay, all right, whatever. But get you a Bible. Atheist too, get you a Bible, go online. Look at 1 Corinthians 13 chapter and see where has the Catholic Church fulfilled that. And I want to restate why we have to examine this. Right now, you need to be trying the Catholic Church in your brain and heart. And you need to ask yourself. Do they measure up and have they ever measured up to 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter? And if you all discover that they have not, then you must ask yourself, did an apostate abominable church ever have the right to write the doctrine of discovery or dumb diversus? I can answer it for you, but you need to prove it to yourself. And the, the evidence is out there and you have a brain and you can ask yourself, what time is it? If you understand that they are an apostate religion, that God hates with all his heart and soul, you must ask yourself, would he even accept dumb diverses as an offering? You see, if you read in the Bible, you will find that some offerings God didn't want anything to do with. If I'm not mistaken, in the book of Malachi, it talks about how they would um, they would offer their they offer God these offerings, the burnt offerings, grain offerings, first fruit offerings, whatever they were offering, and God told them. I don't accept your offers. I hide my eyes. Your offer is disgusting. Cain's offer was not accepted either. And what is the point? The point is this. All offerings to God are not acceptable. And I need you Christians and you legal scholars I need you to ask yourself if 
God was not appeased with all offerings. And the abominable church is offering our country to him as an offering. Is there any legal reason to do so in the holy courts? Forget the courts of the land. There is such a thing as the holy courts. In the holy courts, you must ask yourself, would this stand? Is it standing? You must ask yourself these things, Christians and legal scholars and atheists. You guys don't want anything to do with religion. And when you look at stuff like this, I understand. But right now, this is all hands on deck. Go pull out a Bible. Go pull up a Bible online and read. First Corinthians, the 13th chapter. And go look up the fruitage of the spirit, which is in Galatians, I think. And look at what the fruitage of spirit does. And then look at what the, the um, fruitage of the spirit does not do. And put that in a scale. Picture in your mind a scale. And on one end, in one plate or whatever you want to call it, you have the fruitage of the spirit, what it does and does not do. And on the other side, you have the abominable church. And you must wait and see if they balance in with those directives. This is what you must do. Again, I want to reiterate and I want to conclude with this statement. Everybody who practices law understands that this is our country, our land. The Amaru Khan, the, the ones you call black people, the ones you call niggas, the Moors, the Mu, who are the, who are the oldest, the Shoshone, all, Blackfoot, Cherokee, Saponi, Choctaw, Chickasaw, whoever. This is our land. Why are you using a document written by an apostate religion that is definitely God's enemy? Why are you allowing this to stand? Because the Catholic Church said that it's an offering to God. They don't weigh, they don't measure, they don't in, in any fashion measure up with the Bible and the God and his son that they claim who has given them the power to rule the earth. Hmm. In conclusion, I want to say this is the deferential T.I. saying Pull out 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, and weigh it against the abominable church. Happy studying. Happy judging. Goodbye, everybody.